0: There
1: is something that every believer in Christ Particularly in a Bible-believing church Should know And that is that we serve a covenant-making God And because He's a covenant-making God Once you adhere to his covenant He will bless you He's a faithful God And the Bible says He doesn't show partiality and he takes no what bribes and so if you are faithful to him he will bless you he will empower you and he will delight in the kingdom of god prospering through your life you see this is not um, religion religion is you come here every sunday you worship you sing you put money okay and then you go home satisfied I have done what I should uh, Yes, that's religion. And then when you look at your friend that didn't go to church, you say, ah, this man is a pagan. At least, if God is judging here, I will be judged better. Yes. Yes, that's religion. It makes you feel good. You feel, yes, at least I'm trying. But that's not what it's all about. No, it's the relationship. The power. So that The purposes of God can run through your life So that what God wants to do on earth He will communicate it to you Why? Because you understand who you are in Christ You understand why he has called you Come with me to John chapter 15 I begin to read from verse 1 I am the true vine And my father is the vine dresser I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For without me, you can do how many things? Nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you desire and it will be done for you that's an awesome statement we'll come back to it by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples as the father loved me i also have loved you abide in my love if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as i have kept my Father's commandment, and I abide in his love. Now, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do whatever I command you. may give you these things I command you that you love one another it's important to know that God is depending on you and me for his purposes to be fulfilled the Lord God Almighty he went to Egypt and delivered a people from slavery okay they were slaves They were walking in the sand pits of Egypt They were dehumanized They did not have any rights or privileges He went there He brought them out And they didn't have to fire a single shot They did not have to do anything The night that Moses said, pack up, pack up This is the night They packed up and left. And nobody troubled them. That's what he keeps saying to them. You must always remember what I did in Egypt. And that's how he said to Moses in Exodus chapter 12. He said, reroute your year. Start it on this day. Every year, renew that covenant. So that you can remind yourself, That you are a people delivered from bondage. But someone may say, but what bondage? I wasn't a slave now. If I came to church, I was a free man. You say, yes, but that's a different kind of slavery. Slavery from sin. You know, some people are slaves to sin. You know, they sin all the time. And it doesn't bother them. Have you seen people like that? They do something wrong. It doesn't bother them. You know, They tell lies It doesn't bother them They steal It doesn't bother them Those are the people that are dead in sin You know there are two types of death You can be dead in sin That means you are sinning joyfully You know It's your pleasure to be sinning Or you can be dead to sin In other words, no matter what temptation They will find that you are dead Have you seen a dead man before? Oh, you haven't seen dead people? Hmm. I tell this story all the time. I went to the funeral of one of my uncles. They lay him in state. You know? You know how people eulogize you or whatever, say whatever they like? Yeah, so people kept coming and saying things. Then one woman came to him where he was lying down. He said, oh, Craig, whatever anybody tells you here, don't listen to it. Do you think O'Kreke needs that advice? <laughs> because O'Kreke is what? He's dead. He's dead. If you abuse him, if you praise him, he doesn't care. He doesn't hear. That's what it means to be dead to sin. Whatever they say, whatever they do, however they do, you're dead. You know? That's how Christians live holy. They die to sin. So that you won't say that um, if you give him hundred thousand naira bribe he will wake up from the dead no even if you bring one million dollars if he's dead he's what yes he's dead that is the power of death once you are dead you are dead you know have you seen a very wealthy man that died is fond of one type of suit you bring it should I wear this for you what will he say he's dead so that's how Christians are delivered from sin Romans 6:11 Consider yourself what? Dead. When you wake up in the morning and say I'm dead to sin. Your husband or wife may think, "Ah, don't die you please." Say, "No, this is not that type of death. I am dead to sin." And you know, when you are dead to sin, somebody may say to you, "Your head is like coconut." If you are dead, you will say, "I looked at the mirror. I agree." be. Yes, if you are not dead. If you say that again, I will slap your face. That is it. You are still alive. Yes. You see, you can tell whether you are alive or dead. You know, you can tell whether you are alive or dead. You have just been delivered from cake. You know, you have said, ah, I will not eat again. I'm, I'm delivered. This sugar thing, no more. Then they bring one, and somebody puts it in the mouth it's okay i think i need to wake up yes then you are not really no god needs people who are dead do you know why he needs people who are dead so that you cannot say this is my man of integrity that's okay we'll prove it and then the smallest test what will happen he collapses no that's why god needs people who are dead dead to sin so that anytime you face temptation you say i am what yes oh somebody doesn't want to say it don't worry you won't die it doesn't kill people it makes them alive (laughs) it is when you are dead to sin that you are alive oh yes you know when you are dead to sin you are alive so that god can use you so that you can come into a situation you lift up your hand to heaven and say because i am here lord i make a decree here and heaven will uh, endorse you that's the power of it you know you renew your covenant with god you said lord this is 2023 i'm a creature of time and so as a result from beginning of this year to the end of this year i will walk with you you don't have to shout it it's what we call a quiet determination i will obey god in my life i will follow god in my life you know lord In this new year, I will be faithful to you. God likes covenants. Because he's a covenant making God. He likes people who will come to him and say, I am committed to serve you. I am committed to love you. I am committed to obey you. No matter. You see, the reason why we make those covenants is that when temptation comes, as it will always come. Oh yes. Temptation will always come. Nobody escapes it. At home, at work, on the road, you know, a brother was uh, trying to obey God. Somebody that what is the issue? Let no corrupt communication come out of their mouth. So somebody did something on the traffic. He wanted to say there is two. Ah. That would be a corrupt communication. He told the man. I said don't do that (laughs) to Because you are using sign language To say the same thing (laughs) So you see You need to understand what it means To be really dead You don't say those things Everybody expects you to say You are controlled by the spirit of God Because God needs that In our lives He does not want people who are religious He wants people Who are spiritual He cannot empower religious people He will empower spiritual people because spiritual people are living the life to which he has called us that's why it it is important for you and I to do that now let me tell you something else that you need to know when you give your life to Christ you and God have become married to each other it's a marriage okay are there married people in this place There is something you need to know about married people. They are jealous people. Have you seen a married person who is not jealous? And you go and be talking to his wife, and both of you are laughing. And he will just be watching the two of you. Have you seen such a person? No. You know? Even people who are not married, but they're just engaged. In the church, then the girl is sitting there, one boy is gone there, and he's making her be laughing. What will the boy do? He will go there and say, nah, I think this your laughter is, uh, is enough. Yes. In other words, love and jealousy, they are together. And God says, I'm a jealous God, I don't share. So it's either you're loyal to me or you're not loyal to me. And once you say you're loyal to me, you belong to me, now we're married and you have to know I'm jealous, I don't share. And that's why when you now do something wrong he punishes you many people don't know why god chastises believers and some people are pretending that god doesn't chastise believers god chastises believers so you know do you know why he chastises believers hebrews chapter 12 verse 10 he said he wants you to be a partaker of his holiness yes he wants you to be holy like him that's why he will chastise you until you self-correct until you stop doing what is wrong. So, in this 2023, you have to make up your mind to step up to a higher level of spiritual relationship where you are very responsible. And it's not responsible to the pastor. Do you? As important as that is in a church, it will not make you godly. Because you see, pastor, he will soon go to his house, have he? Yes, you go to your own house and whatever you like, you can be doing there. Yes, in our church, they used to preach a series of messages. They call it loyalty to church. I told them that that will not do loyalty to church. You know? Because if I'm loyal to this church and I travel to London, I say, ah, let me breathe freely. back. These Abuja nosy people are not... Uh, Yes, they're not around. Let me breathe freely. So if they give me uh, a Remy I say, nah. (laughs) At least there's nobody here to trouble me. Yes. But you see, if you are loyal to God, then the Bible says God is uh, omnipresent. So it doesn't matter where you are. He's watching you. You see? That's why you have to be loyal to God so that you'll be loyal to the church and loyal to the pastor he doesn't have to worry about you if pastor has church filled with men and women who are loyal to god ah his job is easy because his members are loyal to god so he's confident that anywhere they are they will live up to their calling in christ emos 3 verse 1 says hear this word that the lord has spoken against you all children of israel against the whole family which i brought up from the land of egypt saying you only you see possessive god is very possessive you only have i known of all the families of the earth therefore i will punish you for all your iniquities yes if i go out of my way to save you you know and there are people you know maybe they even attended the same meeting they called you you got saved those people are still in the world and if they die they will go to hell if god did that ah he must have his returns on investment yes that's why you must consider yourself don't think that by coming to church you know you're trying to please the pastor or trying to impress the pastor no that is kindergarten christianity when you come to church when you serve god it's an expression of your deep loyalty to god and that's why whatever they ask you to you do you do with joy you know You don't even think about it because you know you are serving the Lord. It's a totally different approach. And that's why, you see, when you have people who are raised like that, who know that they love God and they want to serve God, the ministry work is easy. It's easy with such people. They are very faithful. They are committed. They are dedicated. If you say the prayer meeting is at 12 midnight, they'll be there. If you say we need to go on evangelism, they will be there why their loyalties to god you know that's why in the ancient times they wrote songs like this can i go shall i go unempty handed shall i meet my savior's soul not one soul with which to greet him shall i empty-handed go that's it you're wondering, how can I die and go to heaven? And you'll be asking me, who else did you reach and bring to Christ? I say, ah, I was very busy. You know, I was so busy, you know. I say, being in your office, you didn't find anybody. Ah, those people, you know, they don't like Christians. Okay, what about uh, your family? Ah, that my brother is very tough. It's, it's okay, sit down here then. We don't need people like that. When we start the millennium, we will put you to be collecting garbage, and uh, because that one doesn't require much, just uh, drive the truck. Yes, because the Bible says there are vessels unto what? Honour. Oh, yes, a lot of people have no spiritual ambition, but this year must be different for you. You must say to yourself, in this year, I must love and serve God faithfully. So that when I appear before him, they will say, well done. You have experience serving God. You know? You just didn't warm the church bench every Sunday. You have experience serving the Lord. And that's what you need as your testimonial to go to heaven. Experience serving the Lord. Going where he sends you. Doing what he tells you. That's what you need. Moses declared to Israel. Because these things have responsibility in in uh, Deuteronomy 27:9, then Moses and the priests, the Levites, spoke to all Israel saying, "Take heed and listen, O Israel, this day you have become the people of the Lord." That is it. You know? Today, God has declared you His people. That's what happened to you with the day you got saved. You've received Jesus, you've now become a child of God, but then it carries responsibilities. you know? I no longer can live my life my own way. Okay? And now what was God looking for? Going to Egypt to bring people out of slavery. What was he looking for? You know, a lot of people when God blesses you, you think, "Oh, God is so kind. Oh, God is so wonderful. Look at how he blessed me." Hallelujah. But have you asked yourself why did he bless me? So you think he does it for nothing? No. He doesn't do it for nothing no he said to moses in exodus 19 you have seen what i did for you in egypt let us read it exodus 19 3 verse 4 you have seen what i did to the egyptians and how i bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself now therefore if you will indeed obey my voice if you will indeed keep my covenant then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people For all the earth is mine. Verse 6. And you shall be to me a kingdom of what? Priests and a holy nation. That's what I'm looking for. That's why I saved you. I didn't save you to come and be warming the chair in the church. No. I saved you so that you can become a kingdom of priests and a holy person unto God. Okay, these are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. Now, what is a kingdom and what is a priest? Now, the New Testament tells us, you know, in uh, Revelations 1, 5 and 6, to him that has loved us and first washed us from our sins in his own blood. And then he made us what? Kings and priests. That's what a kingdom of priests is. Everybody, male or female, in that kingdom is a king and what? A priest. Yes. Whether you are male or female, you are a king and you are a priest. And God expects you to exercise both the priesthood and the kingship. And what does the priest do? The priest enters the holy of. What is he doing there? To hear what God wants. That's why it's a kingdom of priests. And everybody can do it to hear what God wants. And then he comes out as a king to enforce it. Because the world is running, but there's a parallel world running in the spiritual. That's where you and I must participate so that The things that exist, they don't come from things that are visible. They come from things that are what? Invisible. Yes. So that when you go into the spiritual and make decrees and establish kingdoms and establish rules and societies, you wait. After some time, those things that exist in the spiritual they will become what visible yes that's the revelation of hebrews eleven three. 3. you know by faith we know that the worlds were framed by the word of god and things that are visible they came from things that are not what visible they didn't come from nothing that's a mistake they came from things that are not visible and those things that are not visible is that time you are kneeling down and say i decree a new nigeria in the hands of the yes other people are praying lord that my contract i need breakthrough lord that my uh, car that is uh, that money to complete lord lord and god is listening Ah, all of them are personal uh, materials you know there's nothing wrong with personal material yes it has its place but jesus said in matthew six thirty-three, seek ye first first the kingdom of god and it's what how many times have you knelt down and you're praying for five minutes ten minutes what are you praying about Righteousness in Nigeria. You know? You knelt down and say, Lord, Lord, righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. Whatever you need to do, O oh God, do. But let there be righteousness in Nigeria. Why do you pray such a prayer? Because the Bible says, when the righteous are in authority, the people what? Now, I want you to see what prayer requests will go off your list because of righteousness. Do you know that if there is righteousness, many of your prayer requests will be nullified immediately? You know? So many people are praying, Lord, my driving license is expired. Lord, Lord, please, when I go there, please, let them not be collecting bribe. Let them just issue me my license. Like they do in other places where there is Righteousness you go to driving license you just go there you submit the old they give you the new you know if they don't give you the new they give you a paper say, the final thing will come to you in the mail in, in three weeks you receive it simple you know Lord let my passport come out you know I've been there for six weeks for five, three months a lot of those prayers will be eliminated Passport will be straightforward. You go there, you from, submit. They say in two weeks. In two weeks, you go there, you collect. Righteousness will eliminate many prayer requests. You know? Do you know that if righteousness, quality education will be here, you won't be saying, Lord, child, child, Lord, this type of uh, child is in primary six. He cannot read ABC. A, B, a, B, you know? Righteousness, it will change everything. That's why we pray for it. You know and when righteousness comes to nigeria it will come hey look at them look at now if i say you will get mercedes tomorrow uh-huh. <laughs> the most important need for god and for you and i is righteousness you know so that everything will just come normally naturally you know I was sharing a testimony about uh, our experience when we were training our children. You know, they went to school abroad. You know, but you know we didn't always have the money to pay. Oh yes, and one day I was really stuck. I went to the bank in England because I have account there. I went to the bank in England and I said, "I want you to um, give me three thousand and charge it to my credit card." The man looked at me. Why should I charge it you to your credit card? He said, Do you need money? I said, Yes, I need money. He said, How much do you need? He said, I can give you 25,000. He said, Okay, wait, wait. He typed in his computer. He typed, type, type, type. He print one paper, he gave me. He said, Sign here. I signed. He turned his computer, he said, I've credited you with 25,000. He doesn't know me from Adam. All he knows is my account. I told him, I'm not a, a British. He said, It doesn't matter. We have your account here. And we are seeing what is going in, and yes. He didn't know me from Adam. Do you know that the next day I came to the bank, he he didn't recognize me. Yes. That is why we have what you call systems that work. Uh Uh-uh. I say, if there is righteousness here, you and I, a lot of problems will be solved. So that when you go home, kneel down, pray for this righteousness seriously. It will solve many problems. You see, when uh, some people are hearing righteousness, they don't understand the implications. They don't understand the meaning. But when you go to systems where things are straightened out, many things, not that everything is working, but so many things are straightened out, ah, you will be blessed. God has so many opportunities to grant you favor. When I started life support in Lagos, I didn't have any money to even eat. I went to the bank, I wrote one big paper that I'm the only dialysis hospital in this Nigeria, private. Not in Lagos, in the whole of Nigeria. Please give me ten thousand naira at least. Let me be eating before I start uh, making money. The man told me, "Me say, come back in one year." Yes, you see. But in England, they don't know me. They don't know me. I don't have. They don't even know where my business is located. They gave me. That's what I'm telling you. So many things. So I asked the man, "Is this thing you said? Is it a blessing or a curse?" So you are thinking that after one year of this life support, I will be looking for ten thousand naira to be eaten, you know. But this is why you kne- when you kneel down to pray for righteousness, pray with all your heart, because once righteousness comes here, so many problems will be solved, you know. That's why this election is important. Some people say, "Who will we vote for?" I say no. It's not our job to be telling people who to vote for, but I can tell you what you should vote for that's righteousness so there is John there is Peter there is uh, Mary there is uh, Tobias all of them want to be head of state but which of them will walk righteousness you know which of them is likely to walk righteousness which of them has record of righteousness to show that's all vote for righteousness we need righteousness in this country so that people will have advantage young people will go to school you see do you know that if schools are the way they should be you and i this free education that they are talking about free education up to secondary school level you know but then if you go to the public school many of them your child will come home after ss3o and will be saying i is come yes i is come daddy i is come Yes. That's why when people, when we see that, they take them to another place where they'll be paying money. So that when they now come out, how are you? Oh, fine. Thank you. Hallelujah. But then you pay though. But if the public school is producing people like that, then you don't have to spend money. Understand righteousness. A lot of people don't understand righteousness. Righteousness will bless you whether you want to be blessed or not oh yes the system will take care of you in many ways that's why people pray for righteousness the apostle Peter caught up with what God said to Moses in first Peter 2 verse 4 coming to him as to a living stone rejected indeed by men but chosen by God and precious you also as living stones Now, I want you to pay attention to that. Living stones means community, okay? Not living stone, individual. Living stone, community. So we are a community of believers, you know? Watching after each other. A lot of people think, my Christian life is my business. I say, no, we're a community. Your Christian life is also my business. Because um, if you go there, and do something wrong. When I come and say I'm born again, you say, which type? I have one that is born again here. He's collecting bribes. Are you that type? You know? That's why we're a community. And so you must know that whatever you are doing is going to affect me. Living stones, Peter says, you are being built up a spiritual house. Do you know what a house is? You see, this ceiling is connected to this wall you know when you are a house you may be the carpet you may be the microphone you may be the window but we are all connected that's what a spiritual house is you know he said all of us are being built into a spiritual house so that when i get immigration that says a member of the spiritual house there get seeing that things are going uh, right yes that's what a spiritual house is about you know, everywhere you go that is a member of the community of believers watching over things and making sure things are getting right. Not that I will come to your office and I say, please, I've come to collect the form. You say, where is your 1,000 naira?" I say, ah, the form is free now. Where? Well, free. <laughs> okay, stay there now. It is free. You will soon collect it. And then I look. I see a member of this spiritual house, a living stone. I say, ah, brother, I've come to collect form. Have you seen them? I've seen them, but they haven't given me. Ah, I- see them properly now. <laughs> brother, see them properly. Brother. He said, yes, see them properly. Ah, we're not here for nothing. Please, see them properly. Ah, you see? That's what you're saying. A spiritual house. Somebody of the family, of the community, He's there! He's there! To make sure things are going right. And you see, you know that when you decide to make things to go right, they will trouble you. The people who are not in the community, they will trouble you. Until righteousness becomes the normal. You see, before righteousness becomes the normal, they will trouble you. But when righteousness becomes normal, all those who are doing the wrong thing, then you will be troubling them. Oh, yes. I tell this story of a brother, fine brother. He was the chief immigration officer in Ikeja in Lagos. When we went there to collect passport, in those days we used to sign on stamp. He will open his door. If you come with your form, he will give you stamp. You sign, you submit. After three days, you come. They will call your name. You go. He will sign your passport to collect. When my passport expired again, I went. I say, ah, what about that brother? They say, ah. They've transferred him to Akure. <laughs> that is it. So, you see, if you are there setting things right, the next transfer, you may get to Karanamoda. Yes. But, you see, you don't care. You know? But if you now go there and they say, ah, don't stop. Don't disturb this formal, Don't disturb this formal. For the last man that disturbed it is now in Karanamoda. You say, eh? I don't want to go there, Oh yeah! Please let them be collected. That is it. That's what the Bible calls suffering for righteousness' sake. Do you know that that phrase is not in many people's dictionary? That you can suffer for righteousness. When you pray for righteousness, be equipped, be empowered to suffer for righteousness if need be. But you know that song that we are singing? Me, I no go suffer. Ah, oh, no go suffer. Hey, I no go suffer so instead let them come and carry whatever they want to carry. That is it. That means if you and I do that, you will wait for another generation to come. You see because what God does is in generations. If he wants to do something now and he looks ah, I can't find the people to use, ah, they will defy it. It will still happen, but they will defy it to the next generation. Until there will arise a defiant generation that say, "No. Whether we die or live, it must happen. That is it. And my message to you this morning is: join. Let us join all of us. Let us join that generation that is saying to God, "Let come what may. What you want will happen." Hey, you see now? Ah, you see now. You see now. You see where the problem is. You know? That's where the problem is. Because you know that after that, amen. Hmm. Something is going to wait, is waiting for you in the office, so. <laughs> You know, what will I do now? I know what they're doing there. Okay, even if I say I will not uh, uh, join them again, but um, they're going to fight me, you know? Yes. And you're already ready for the fight because of what we're calling today. Today is empowerment, the empowered believer. That's what this talk is about, the empowered believer. Okay, let us go immediately to... Um, john 15 abide in me verse 4 says abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself in other words there's no way you can do this thing by yourself stand up for righteousness believe god for change as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me. What does that mean? Okay, so I'm trying to take a stand here. Okay? That this evil must stop. Here, I go to God and say, Lord, you are God. All things are what? Possible unto you. Yes. Empower me now as I decree that this evil will stop in this office. I make this decree. Change or be changed. Change or be changed. Change or be changed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I watch a woman did that in her office. Two weeks, that thing they are doing, they are stopped because heaven knows what to do. They were collecting bribe to give people forms. Okay. Then what did heaven do? The sister of their boss came to collect form. They also collected bribe from me. They didn't know the woman. Then the woman went home and said, "Brother, hey, the kind of daylight robbery in your office, I never see you." They're collecting money. He say, "Really?" He say, "Yes." Yeah, so the boys are saying, "Our oh, guy is collecting his own." There, we too, we must be collecting our own. Here, yes. Yeah, so that's how it stopped. So when you make such a decree, you know, that's why the Bible is saying, from the spiritual, you cannot do it in the natural. Carry placard, go and block the road, go and fight them. If they no, no that's not the way of the spirit the way of the spirit is to enter into the closet and say this thing this thing you are talking about a particular thing it has to stop it has to stop i make a decree change or be changed change or be changed oh i've made that decree you know the man is sacked yes we have to have change we have to have righteousness you know and we are doing it from the spiritual Because Jesus said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, in John 15, 7, ask whatever you will. And what will happen? Heaven will do it. Don't worry about how heaven is going to do it. That's why, you see, people feel helpless. Because when they think about all the formidable forces arrayed against them, I say, no, that's not the way it works. The way it works is to disconnect them from the spiritual. That's where everything has its origin. A lot of evil is happening because nobody's challenging it in the spiritual. And you know, let me uh, give you some insight into what the enemy does. You know? Now, when you are challenging many things, okay, you go here, you challenge, heaven is answering, you go there, you challenge, they give you a personal problem. Maybe you go out and something bashes your car. And now, all that prayer you are praying, let there must be righteousness, now it's changed to there must be new car <laughs> yes that is the trick there must be new car there must be new car there must be new car the message of my bus car is that there must be new car so for the next two weeks the kingdom of darkness has rest from you <laughs> <laughs> that is it but if you recognize the trick okay so you need that there must be new car finished with that one righteousness they say yeah this man you know they hear what do <laughs> that is it you know people who are defiant consistent they know what the priority must be the kingdom of god and his word righteousness let me give you an, an insight from history the kingdom of rome roman empire do you know that it was run by slaves rome They had 60 million slaves, serving in various places. Slaves! Then Christianity came. Now, what should they do? Okay? Tell slaves to stage a rebellion. Ah! When slaves staged a rebellion, Rome was vicious. They impaled all of them, crucified all of them, lighted them as street lamps. Oh, yes, they were vicious. So Christianity, Came, said, servants, continue to obey your masters. Under yesu, just relax. You no, know? they too have master in heaven. Do you know what God did? They converted the slave. The slave became the pastor. When the master got converted, the slave is is uh, a pa- yesu. <laughs> you know, so many people that got converted. Is their slaves that are the pastor, the deacon, the deaconess, you know, the slaves. That's how the whole thing dismantled. You know, so Christianity dismantled slavery in the Roman Empire, but it did not shoot one, one bullet. So, God has his ways. So, don't be wondering, how will he do it? The Hausa, the, the, the Yoruba, the Hebrew. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not your business. they in heaven. They're control room. They know what to do. When you say God knows all things, God can do all things, just give him the prayer he needs. Kingdom of God and uh, righteousness. Just give him the prayer he needs and watch him. You'll be amazed one morning you wake up, you'll be asking yourself, is this still Nigeria? You know? Is this still Nigeria? Yes. That's why I key in so powerfully to Pastor Elton's prophecy. How many of you have heard about Pastor Elton's prophecy? Oh. Well, let me tell you, Pastor Elton, for those who have not heard it, you know, Pastor Elton prophesied before he died. You know, I know Pastor Elton personally because I used to go to Malaysia to meet him. Pastor Elton prophesied that this Nigeria we will have a season of corruption. Hmm? And that the name Nigeria will stink all over the world because of the corruption then he said again but after some time there will be change and this nigeria will be known for righteousness all over the world and then he said people will be coming from all over the world to learn righteousness from us wow wow that's why i pray for it every day I said let it happen in my own yes let it happen in my own time you know why should you give up such a world to happen in another generation no give birth to it give birth to it birth the season of righteousness so that you and i can relax in this country do you know that there are countries where people don't lock their doors yes but here we lock door we build fence we add bible wire we had electric uh, shock. Eh? Hey, hey, Lord have mercy. You know, and still, you're not stiff. You know, there was a time in those days, if you buy a car, you must put that uh, pedal lock. Put, uh, Do you know that I lived a time in this country? When there's ghost to i car, go home. I'll come back. I'll drive the car back. It will still be there. Yes, in this country, it used to happen. But now, you put that thing that when you touch it it may pee pee they say sometimes when you touch it you may pee 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 your motto they call you will make you come <sighs> righteousness it is not an option that is the real prayer request so that there will be peace there will be justice there will be equity there will be fairness because everybody is doing what is right but you cannot wish it it's not a wish it is something you decree in the spiritual and heaven will cause it to happen here. You know, when COVID came, this COVID, somebody told me that COVID will never end. Mm, that is part of the end time that they will use it to control the country's economies, all kinds of theories. I said to them, COVID will end. I said, Do you know why? I said, I'm praying for it. That's why it will end because i serve a god who answers yes that's why you pray you're not praying for a religious uh, exercise you are praying because the god you are praying to answers prayers do you know that um, after covid ended officially many countries even though they say covid is coming back i say (laughs) the decree is in place i'm not worried yes they put all kinds of restrictions during covid We began to pray let them be dismantled let them be dismantled even the one in nigeria has been dismantled you see you don't watch things you know you want change you pray for it specific pray for it you see an obstacle you command it to be removed you keep doing that until it removes that's it so i want you to know that they didn't save you and i to come and sit down in church no no When you come to the prayer meeting after you've prayed you go home you continue praying you know you wake up in the night even if it's five minutes even if it's ten minutes you say to god there must be righteousness in this place you know do you know don't you know what jesus said about the parable of the widow in luke 18 men ought always to pray and not to faint he said there's a widow he came to a judge and said avenge me of my adversary the judge won't listen Then, 6 o'clock in the morning, as the judge is waking up, there's a knock. Avenge me of my adversary. The judge shuts the door. He's getting ready to go to office. The woman is still sitting there. Avenge me of my adversary. The judge drives to work. He gets to the office as he's coming out to go home. Avenge me of my adversary. What did the judge say? This woman is going to drive me crazy. Yes, so please find out what it is she wants and give her and then jesus says if an unrighteous judge can respond to that kind of pressure what about the righteous judge god who is the righteous judge so you hear people say well we have been praying for nigeria I say when last did you pray he said um, i think it was two weeks ago we prayed he said is that the type of prayer they used to change the place <laughs> didn't you hear jesus the woman was there morning and night morning and night until the judge could no longer take it you know they say you're praying for nigeria I say, okay we pray for it the, during the monthly uh, prayer meeting mm. we come every month to say lord save nigeria after that we continue our normal prayer ah. <laughs> if you want god to save nigeria every day every day you must make that request what did the bible say the elders in heaven are collecting the prayers and so every time they go to offer that prayer, what will God be hearing? Righteousness in Nigeria. He's hearing it from you. He's hearing it from me. He's hearing. By the time that a thousand people every day righteousness for Nigeria in the morning, righteousness for Nigeria in the evening, after some time, God will say, Michael, Michael, oh, come, oh. <laughs> please give them righteousness in Nigeria. That is it. That's what Jesus taught. And you and I will come. We we'll sit down righteousness in, okay it's a good idea <laughs> then you get it it doesn't work like that too that means we'll be failing our generation because we are the covenant people we are the people who have the power the authority to bring about change from the spiritual we are not religious people we're spiritual men and women we have authority we have power with god we kneel down we speak and things happen because the god we serve he is the ruler of all heaven and earth. Yes. said the most high God. He rules in the affairs of men. If you believe those words, then pray like you believe them. I'm challenging you in this new year. Let change come because you are praying every day. I didn't hear that amen. Yeah. But does that amen mean that you go home today and start praying? Ah, do you know what that will mean? so many voices praying every day write it on a plaque put it at the head of your pillow pray for righteousness in nigeria every day put it there pray in the morning pray in the evening that's what jesus is saying perseverance you see people who are not perseverance they say they've not answered me i said but they are not persevering you know he said ask and you shall what what is the meaning of that that means the answer is guaranteed yes he said ask and you will receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open. Yes, they didn't say knock once. It's when you knock, you keep knocking. Okay, have you seen those people that come to your house? Boom, boom, bum. Nobody came to. Boom, boom, boom. Nobody. Bom, bom, bom,, bom bom, bom, bom. Hey, who is that? Uh-huh. You come and open the door. That is it. That's what God wants you and I to do, and if you go home and you begin to do it, wow! Change will come very quick. I'm telling you, this is the way it works. Change will come very quickly. That's how eleven people changed the world. Jesus said, "Go into all the world." They say, "But we are not." They didn't say, "But we are not educated. We don't have degree. We don't have this. We don't have." No, they went in and changed the world because of their power. You see, that's power. That's why Jesus said to them, Tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with what? Yes. When last did you kneel down in your prayer and say, Lord, empower me? Did they empower people just like that? No. Did you ask to be empowered? Lord, empower me so that when I make decree, the words I speak will be spirit and life yes empower me when last did you pray lord empower me i don't want to be an ordinary christian i want to be a christian that when i pray the words i speak will be spirit and life that's how you can be the person that changed nigeria and nobody knows your name yes it's not about popularity no nobody knows your name at all but they didn't know that you have such a relationship with god that they endorse you all the time why because you abide in him and his words what abide in you that is it there's no magic to it so when you kneel down from today to pray say lord empower me empower me so that when i speak when i make decrees i'm a king i'm a priest i rule by decrees i decree that there must be righteousness in nigeria in the name of jesus when i make such a decree it will be spirit and what life yes it will begin to move things all around that's what it's about god wants to transform you and i from religious to spiritual from nominal to empowered empowered you know so that you'll be so excited do you know my husband and i we started praying for this thing and now it has what
0: changed yes it has changed
1: you know do you know my sister and i even though she's in america but every evening by five o'clock we make decree for 10 minutes only for five minutes only that thing we are praying for has happened yes it has happened change has come i told her about the problems of unrighteousness in my office so we agreed to meet every five o'clock and we make decree this thing happening in my office must change it must change it must change it must change it must change and the angels are collecting and then god is hearing change it must change it must change it must change michael change it that's it that's how it works i want you to go home and practice this An empowered body of christ An empowered not nominal not religious sitting down oh let us find out what the pastor will say today no I want to share what God is doing. I want to testify what God is doing. You know? Let me tell you one more thing before I close. They will be sending you prayer requests from heaven. Do you know that? God has prayer requests. What that means is that if he sees a problem that he really wants to solve, but nobody is praying about it, they will give you a revelation. Okay? So that you will pray about it. Because they know that when you pray, heaven... eh, and thus, yes, that's why they send you prayer requests. Do you know that heaven can say to you, All the people are traveling, but don't travel? You know, stay here and be praying. You know, I need you to pray in this location. I know you can pray from London, you can pray from America, but I want you to pray here. You don't know why, you don't know how they, these prayers work, you don't know how they connect them, but you don't know why location matters. No, you don't know because you're not in the prayer answering chamber in heaven no you know I tell people that once they took me into Delta Airlines controlling room they have over 200 planes okay every Delta plane that is in the air anywhere in the world is represented by a dot on that uh, computer yes a dot okay if they want to talk to that uh, pilot they will press that dot, okay? And then they will be good. I say, if man can have such a thing, what about God? <laughs> what about God, you know? So there's a control chamber in heaven where they collect all these things, you know? He said, this uh, brother John has been praying about righteousness for four years, for five years. I think we can send him to do it. <laughs> that is it. That's how they send people over. No, they don't send people who are sleeping on their bed. <laughs> Darling. <laughs> Laughing. <laughs> Darling. That, that, they don't send people like that. They send people who have a burden. You know, Moses, they told him he was not Hebrew, he was Egyptian. He was not Egyptian, he was Hebrew. He came out one day. You, Egyptian? You, Hebrew? Ah, they're killing you. Start- we bury him in the sand. What did this show by that? If I have opportunity. I would save them. That's the message he sent to him. If I have opportunity, I will do it. So God said, well, it's not time. So Pharaoh got to know Moses ran away for 40 years. Then God came one day and said, okay, you are ready to go now. Hey, I'm retired already. <laughs> 80 years, I'm retired. It's not about age. It's not about age. You are ready to do it. That is it not people who are who don't show any interest so long as things are going well for them they themselves they don't matter nobody will send you or they look at you where you are the little opposition ah, your position you have is all for your benefit ah they will send you even if you sleep in the church they say what well, all this one mean nothing I beg. they have not shown any characteristic that they will do this thing if you give them the opportunity so that's why one of the prayers we pray is Lord, send us the man of the hour. Yes. We didn't say send us a Yoruba mano or send us an Ibu Manu or send us a Hausa Manu or send us an Ibibe Manu. Send us the man that you have prepared for. Yes. Know how to pray now as a Christian. Eh? Don't join all these tribal bigots. Know how to pray as a Christian. So that God's purposes can run. And you don't care. All you want is let God's purposes run. God needs a church that is really active in the spiritual realm. You know, when they shine the light in the spiritual realm, they say, many of you here, they are very active in the spiritual realm. What are you doing? You are troubling heaven for the purposes of God to be fulfilled. Yes. Go home from here today. Determined. That there must be righteousness and let me tell you one more thing if you see the speed with which God answers prayer that's what Jesus told us he said in that uh, parable in Luke 18 he said look at what the unrighteous judge did will God himself not answer his own elect he said I will tell you he will answer them how speedily yes Said you answer them speedily then he raises the question when the son of man now comes will he find people who believe this will he find people who believe it enough to be praying like that woman that's what where the problem is or will they go home and just continue life as usual no no it's an individual decision say lord i covenant with you that from today i will birth righteousness in nigeria i will birth me i will birth righteousness in nigeria because every day i will come to heaven i'll come before god and say there must be righteousness here this pastor elton's prophecy we have had the season of corruption of unimaginable proportions now is the time for the season of righteousness i didn't hear that too it's still not enough So, let us rise up then. Because when you go home today, you must show that change. You know, you begin here, praying, praying. But first, the covenant. Make that covenant. I told you, God is a covenant making God. He likes agreement. So that when you say, Lord, this is what I will do, He will be expecting you to do it. You know, how many people are ready to make this covenant? I want to see hands. Is there any hand that is not raised? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. You are going to make it. You can put down your hand so it doesn't hurt, pain you. Here is the covenant we will make. The first step is to wash yourself in the blood of Jesus. Do you know why we do that? Because when we wash ourselves in the blood of Jesus, we can come into God's presence holy. It doesn't matter what you did before you came here. If you wash yourself in the blood of Jesus and you enter God's presence, you are holy because of the blood. Okay? So people say, how can I pray as a holy person? I say, wash yourself in the blood of Jesus. And then you appear before God, you'll be holy. That's Colossians 21, 1, 21, 22. said, when we wash in the blood of Jesus, we are made holy. We are made unblameable. We are made unreproachable before God. Not before men know. Before men, they will tell you, ah, ah, Shebe, I saw you yesterday. Yes. But what they didn't know is that the blood of Jesus Christ's son cleanses us from eh? all. Not some. All. And so, you wash yourself in the blood of Jesus. You close yourself in the righteousness of Christ. Because there is a veil before the Holy of Holies. There is a veil. And that veil will cross through the body of Christ. And that body of Christ envelops us with his righteousness. So when I wash myself in the blood of Jesus, I clothe myself in the righteousness of Christ. Then I'm before God. And what do I do? I join the angels to sing what? Holy. Oh, yes. To worship God's holiness. You know? And after I have done that, I say, Lord, I come for empowerment. Why? So that your purposes may be what? Established. You know, by the time I've done that for some time, I start making my decree. I make a decree. Kings rule by decree. Understand how to rule. You are a king, you are a priest. You rule by decree. I make a decree. Rigging is forbidden. In 2023 election. You know, some people will be saying, ah, they will rig whether you make decree or not. Then don't make decree. You don't believe in your own prayer. You don't believe in your own authority you see so only people who believe in their authority will know that when you make a decree god will find a way to make it happen yes i did, they didn't tell you to go and do it they said god will find a way to make it happen okay are you ready all right let us bow ahead begin to wash yourself in the blood of jesus say lord i wash myself of every sin everything that offends you know I cleanse myself thoroughly in the blood of Jesus I clothe myself in the righteousness of Christ that I may appear before you holy unblameable, unreproachable Lord I enter into your holy of holies I join the angels I join the archangels I join the twenty and four elders. I join the four living creatures to worship your majesty and your holiness. I join them to sing holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. You are the one who was and is and is to come. Now say with me, O Lord my God, I covenant with you that from today all through this year by your grace by the power of your Holy Spirit I will live for you, I will walk for you, I will do your will in every area of my life to the glory of your holy name in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen okay say that prayer you are still in the presence of god we have entered already we have entered pray that prayer and say lord whatever may hinder me i command to be moved from my life now whatever may hinder me from living that life to which you have called me i uproot it now i uproot it now pray with authority i uproot it now i destroy it i cancel it For this year, my life must glorify you. I have decided and I'm determined that my life must bring you glory. And my life must count in heaven and on earth. In Jesus' name I pray. Okay, say with me, O Lord my God, empower me by your Holy Spirit that the words and decrees I shall make will be spirit and life your purposes will be fulfilled through them or you begin to pray that prayer you want to be empowered said lord anoint my lips anoint my lips that when i speak when i speak oh lord my god there will be decrees that bring life there will be spirit and life spirit and life because i'm empowered because my mouth has been anointed I thank you, O God. My mouth has been anointed. My words are anointed. I will speak words that are spirit and life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Okay. We make one decree only. And that is... For the kingdom of God and righteousness in Nigeria. So say with me, O oh Lord my God, I make this decree that from this day let the kingdom of God and its righteousness prevail in Nigeria. Confirm the prophecy of Pa Elton. We have had the season of unrighteousness. Now is the time for the season of righteousness Pour righteousness upon us Let the spirit of righteousness baptize us All over Nigeria Or you begin to pray it Let the spirit of righteousness Hosea said righteousness is rained down from heaven That's what prophet Hosea said Righteousness is rained down from heaven so let the spirit of righteousness baptize us all over Nigeria. Akuteleri la kaba Oh God of heaven and earth. Oh God of heaven and earth. Let the spirit of righteousness baptize us all over Nigeria. Takituleleri la. Mentele remina sheila kaba mahire. Otienda la ru la kabamahaila and the ship. Taa taa let the spirit of righteousness baptize us now all over Nigeria from the highest to the lowest from the man in the city to the man in the village let the spirit of righteousness baptize us oh God of all heaven and earth stretch forth your hand oh God and baptize us with the spirit of righteousness all over the land every plot of evil I cancel every plot to perpetuate evil in this land. I cancel. I destroy. I nullify. In the name of Jesus. For it is in Jesus' awesome name we have prayed. Holy Spirit, move me now, make my life oh again. I confess that from this day I am empowered to bring about the kingdom of God and its righteousness in my world okay just meditate on that I'm empowered to bring about the kingdom of God so when you go home settle down and begin to pray I am empowered to bring about the kingdom of god and righteousness that is my main task that is my main job i decree it i decree it i decree it in my office i decree it in my family i decree it in my business the kingdom of god and righteousness i am a champion of the kingdom of God and righteousness everywhere I am, everywhere I am, i'm a champion empower me lord i receive power i receive power daily daily i receive power to champion the kingdom of god and righteousness for it is in jesus awesome name we have prayed okay lay your two hands on your head as we pray our father in heaven we thank you for this hour we thank you for your people that you have quickened by your spirit Come and taste of the power of God in their lives as believers. Lord, whatever hindrance of men and devils in their lives, I stand here and command removed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that your people will arise and they will not take no for an answer. They will take this kingdom by force and birth this season of righteousness in Nigeria. You will birth this season of righteousness in Nigeria. Thank you, O Lord our God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. And they will have testimonies of how you are endorsing their decrees. You will have testimony. Of how God is endorsing your decrees. All to the glory of the Father. For it is in Jesus' awesome name we pray. And all God's people said. uh,
0: You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Park Expressway, near next Kashinkari, Abuja, 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays for telephone 09-290-900 or 7 You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.